where that's where I'm from. And uh, she, Boston or Bosnia? What? Boston or Bosnia? Boston. I'm <laughs> from okay. Boston. I'm from Boston. Okay. <laughs> Got it. And I, uh, she, I asked her like, hey, you know, you're going to be, she took the semester off. And I said, can I come spend Christmas with you? And she said, absolutely. Like my family will open their arms. And so her family has been such a beautiful uh, gift to me. I stayed with them for the first two weeks and they were like a host family. And it was just so amazing. Uh, so that's why I'm in Peru is to spend Christmas here with my friend and her family and spend the holidays here. Wow. Okay. Um, so I, I spent two years in Uruguay, um, but under different circumstances. How do you how do you gain the courage to just decide to make a plan and execute it? That is, you know, there's no program, there's no institute, there's no uh, additional drive behind it. How did you do that? It's actually kind of some of the things that I was going to talk about today. So it's perfect. Yeah. Um, is I had the signs and the synchronicities and like the magic, like I can't deny the signs that happened. Uh, I had to follow them. And it got to a point where it was so clear that it became undeniable that I just needed to jump. Uh, and also everything in my life in Boston had to really fall apart uh, because the signs and synchronicities kept coming, kept coming. And then the whole li life just was like, all right, we're going to take this away because you not are not listening and we're telling you to go this way. So uh, yeah. that's what happened life sometimes will be like come on go 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 and then it'll take everything away so that you're like all right this is this is do it now or or don't um and so it's the signs and the synchronicities the undeniable signs and synchronicities that just well, unfold. and you listen to them and i i know that because yeah, there's there's the bsers in life who tell you like hey this isn't the season or time i'll be back and then they're ne they never come back never you told me now i'll be back this summer time. And, and you told me you'd be back for this episode. And you're like, not now. I'll do this later. And you did come back. You came back and you messaged me and we're like, okay, awesome. I'm ready to go. And we don't usually send follow-up messages to people because we are looking for that type of, of commitment, mm -hmm. dedication to persistence, diligence, and like being on point. You are super on point about that. So that's- Well, when I say I'm going to do- So the, this is one thing that is very important to me is I'm true to my word. What I say, will I will do. Mm. There is, I will say it. If I say it, that means I'm holding myself accountable to doing it. I don't want to say it's a lost art, but I'm so grateful for a teacher. When I was in middle school in my, in my church, and he said, you know, he said, people do not stick to their word anymore. And he had a theory. He said, a lot of it has to do with these stupid online contracts where <clears throat> we're signing contracts. I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree giving our word that we'll follow something. We never read the documents or the paperwork mm -hmm. because in a world that's moving so fast and so many agreements, like yeah. why wouldn't you? But he said, you said your word, you know, is the only thing that, that nobody can ever take from you. Um, mm -hmm. So grateful for that lesson. And it's definitely made an impact on how I live my life. So mm -hmm. let's move, let's move one degree, one degree here. You went to Columbia. Yeah. What are your favorite three things about the, about Columbia? <sighs> The people are so warm. They're so welcoming. They're like, I want you to love this country. And, you know, people invite me to, I immediately had community. And even with like my, my low level of Spanish, I wouldn't say it's low. It's gotten better and better, but I get very nervous at times, but people are so loving and like, you're trying, come on, like 
just come to the dinner and you, sometimes you may need to take a break and sit and just listen, but we'll hear and we're, we're, we're going to welcome you. So that's number one is just the welcoming. The second is I love to challenge myself. So challenging myself with learning Spanish, with speaking it, even when I'm nervous uh, is a huge part of you know why I loved it so much. And the third for me. All right. Welcome in to Vision Pros Live with Jackson Callum. I'm your show host. We will be doing interviews for visionary entrepreneurs and guest leaders who are building fantastic visions out there. Hey there, and welcome into Vision Pros Live. I'm your show host, Jackson Callum, founder and CEO of First Class Business. I'm excited to have Cassidy Amber Chapman on today. She is an author of a best-selling book, a life transformation expert, and she's going to talk to us about unlocking the magic within. Um, now, I've seen Cassidy have, she's got this aura about her that says that she's unlocked something different that other people don't have. She's also got this intentionality about her, her her favorite word. She can correct me if that's not true, um, but she loves the word intentional and being intentional. And I've seen her express intentionality in the fostering and cultivation of our friendship as well. We we met several months back um, and we talked about the idea of her being on the show. Um, I think it might have been in relation to the the Kajabi event, if not shout out Kajabi anyway. Um, and she was in a season of her life where it didn't make sense to move forward for the show at that time. Sure enough, she reach out, reach out, reaches out to me again, almost six months later, somewhere along that time frame. And I was like, Jackson, I'm ready to go. Let's make this happen. And, and same energy, same, same joy, same light coming to me, you know, and, and, but amplified. Um, and that's also something that I look for in people is are we are we growing um, within, not externally? I don't I don't care if people are at on the external surface. I'm excited for them if they're going through amazing things. Um, you know, I'll I'll be sad for them and and want to see them and, and be intentional with them if they are in a position where they need to level up or need need a, need a hand up, etc. So I don't look at those external things. I try to look more at the soul, um, what somebody's up to as a person regarding their own growth. Um, so to see her traveling the world now, um, you know, and, and she's now in Peru where one of my team members is, that's so important to me. Um, and I was like, whoa, this, and they're, they're right next to each other too. They'll be going out. That's, I don't know. There's just a lot of amazing things about this. If you're listening in, this is going to be an awesome opportunity to hear about unlocking your own magic, having that confidence to go out and do the things that you need to do in life. Um, so before we get into, to bringing Cassidy on stage. I always, of course, want to talk about the sponsors as well, because these are these are entities that have very much helped me or that I have relationships with in different capacities, as you all know. Uh, the first one being laid back languages, Patrick Creighton. Uh, Patrick is a language teacher and he, he knows six different languages. Uh, this gentleman you can see in this picture, not only a good looking guy, he's extremely humble um, and he has the gift of helping people learn languages fast. I speak Spanish fluently um, and the his ability to teach concepts about language and understand what's important about that. I would say I can validate that pretty well with, with my own learning path and all that we've done to talk about languages and what he's up to in his programs. I just look forward to his program scaling because so many people doubt themselves, are scared to try new tones. They don't, they feel like they're changing who they are 
um, and they don't know how to go through that process of, of feeling that. And usually the confused mind says no. And the fear of the, of the unknown also beats us. Patrick does an excellent job of helping people feel safe and understand the value of, of making those transitions. Two is Detail Publishing. Detail Publishing with Ashley Detail um, is my go-to choice for any market research related to content. Um, she's also a phenomenal publisher and she's published from everything from alt content um, for Nomad Capitalists to her own children's book, Wallace the Westie. She even published a book on world schooling, how to travel and educate your children. She speaks Spanish and English. Um, she's able to write on concepts like um, citizenship through, uh, ooh, through investing, I think it is, um, foreign exchange, you name it. These incredibly hard topics that would take a lot of effort to research while also having the capacity to understand normal human beings like myself and write children's books. That's just, that's amazing, her depth and the projects that she's working on for publishing. Um, I've just, I've never seen anybody work with her that's not impressed with how well she does what she does. Um, so if you get the chance to reach out to Ashley, feel free to. Then there's the Water Project. The Water Project is uh, the, the cause that's near and dear to my heart right now. Um, this is one where millions of people do not have access to clean drinking water. If you're in a position during this giving season to help people out who don't have the same luxuries that we do, I would say this is one of those causes that I highly recommend looking into. You got communities that are walking miles just to get to water that might be unsafe for them. And by helping them build what's called a sand dam or a borehole well, uh, you're changing these, these communities' lives. I love this picture of the children here where they're celebrating water as though that is their Christmas gift. It just, it, it shows me how big of a need this is in those communities, how important this asset is. One that again, uh, I get to take for granted more or less on a daily basis. So if you're in a position to give, please do. If you're in a position not to give, but to share, um, then look up the water project or click on the link that we have in the show notes and just share that. You never know who that might affect um, and what they might be able to do with it. So without further ado, Cassidy Chapman, welcome to Vision Pros Life. Hello. <laughs> I'm so I happy to have you. I'm grateful to be here. I feel so honored. Yeah, well, uh, us as well, as well. So one of the things that you did right before we jumped on the show, um, in fact, it was the first thing that you said when I got into the room, um, mm -hmm. and I was a little bit behind as well. And you jump <laughs> in and you say, I'd love to just, you invited me, you didn't force it on me. You said, I'd love to take some time to just be intentional in this moment. Can we do that? Can I lead that? And you gave me the space to say no if I wanted to. But then you led this um, interactive exercise to help make sure that we were both focused on helping people at our best capacities. And it was absolutely beautiful. Mm. I just want to share that with the audience because it it was very touching. Um, you talked about how important it was that we help those who are listening and, and reach their hearts, um, that, we, we'll be, that we gravitate into our unconditional or the unconditional love that exists within within energy. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it was it was it was beautiful. Um, who do you who do you hope is listening today? And what do you hope we tap into in order to to help them get the most out of this conversation? Mm. Well, I hope whoever is listening is those people that feel the calling to be here. Because there's that little voice inside. There's just something that is calling someone here right now. And if you're feeling like, hmm, I don't know why I gotta click on this video, but I gotta click on there. 
Um, it's for those people that, that feel that call. And for me, it's to be able to share my story, share how to tap into that magic so that your life can feel magical. And that doesn't mean that trials and tribulations don't come. It means that when it comes, it becomes your tools. It becomes your, your weapons and armor for life. And it, it builds up this, these blessings and this magic so that not that trials and tribulations don't happen, but it's you fully embrace them and love them and you feel into the magic of life so that you can become the most vibrant version of yourself. Mm. You remind me of somebody who has just fallen in love. <laughs> oh my God, I love that. <laughs> that's, that's the feeling. That's the one. Mm. Is You remind me of somebody who's just fallen in love. How long have you carried that feeling with you? Well, I love that you say that because I say that I live in love. I live as the embodiment of love. I, it doesn't need to be romantic. I could be in love with life. I can be love with just the air in in just yeah. the ethereal air here or the water, right? Um, and I would say it's been an interesting journey, but I would say this journey of, of embodying love and having that intention uh, has a been about three-ish years, two-ish, mm -hmm. three-ish, something like that. Okay. And so, so you've you've kind of, have you maintained that for three solid years or are there days where you're like, ah, today's rough? Um, <laughs> you know? Well, you know what? It's interesting because I'm always in love, but that doesn't mean I'm always excited. I'm always joyful. I'm always happy. Those are two different things. The we I sometimes we think of the word love or unconditional love as oh this blissful feeling, but in reality it's it's holding space. So you can be in absolute tears and saying you know what this is rough today. I'm having a rough day, but being able to hold that in love, like yeah. I'm I'm allowed to be sad today. Actually, it's beautiful because as a part of my human experience, I'm allowed to be beautifully mad and I'll still love, you know, this part of me. And, and when there's a part of me that doesn't want to love, there's still a space being held like, okay, you don't have to love right now. It's a, it's, it's a container for all and every human experience to unfold. So I, I constantly do have the intention for embodying love. Am I perfect at it? Absolutely not. But has it been my consistent baseline for these past couple of years? Not saying that it's always my state or always what I, I make mistakes, I fall, I tumble. But the thing is, is that's my baseline. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, it makes perfect sense. Um, you know, it's, it's no different than somebody who's focused on, you know, today, I'm, this year, I'm going to focus on being great at sales. Um, yeah. Or this year, I'm going to be super focused on my, uh, my kids. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when, when you, make that intentional adjustment and you stick to it over time, uh, then, you know, or, or today I'm going to be bitter. Um, and I'm going to choose to be bitter about that relationship for the rest of my life. It's mm -hmm. amazing how strong those seeds that we decide to plant, uh, can, can grow. Uh, but let's, let's dive back into this love side. Cause I'm, I'm more excited about how, what you've unlocked here. What's yeah. your vision for those that you're serving? My vision is for people to feel, and, and to really feel into the fact that when they're walking in their life, it's like everything just kind of flows naturally. Not that there isn't hard times, but it, it just, it 
sometimes you're wondering, how is this possible? How, how am I living the life of my dreams? And just sometimes just stopping in tears of gratitude for how your life has unfolded, for who you've become, for how much you grow, to be able to just like wake up and be like, wow, I'm just grateful to be alive, just feeling into life and having anything around you, any, any you know, thing in your business crumbling and falling, a financial crisis, a health crisis, a breakup, anything and everything, it doesn't stop you from really feeling into the magic of life. You become unshakable. And anything that you desire to create is created because you decide to. It's coming back to your power, your internal power, but also coming to this place of letting go and trusting that it will all unfold. So it's this this duality of making things happen or or choosing for things to happen in reality and right. also having no need for any outside circumstance to be any way, not to be attached to any circumstance or any outcome, but rather see those outcomes burst out and unfold. You know, you could create a million dollars in that energy. You can find the love of your life in that energy. You can heal after 10 years of chronic illness in that energy, but it's letting go so that all of it can unfold in the most incredible, awe-striking way. As an ode to my daughter, I will mention this, but I will, I will, let's keep it reverent because I don't want to lose a train of thought, but yeah, I'm thinking about Elsa right from frozen, right before you said, let it go. Um, and <laughs> to move into the, yeah, the other reason I was thinking about that is because I was thinking this, this power that you have Cassidy, mm -hmm. it's a power that scares me. Um, you know, mm -hmm. it's a, and when I say it scares me, um, much like Elsa's power, um, or like any power, of tremendous strength, whether that's a, a tsunami, like a tidal wave, mm -hmm. um, you know, or a roaring fire in a forest. Um, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm the type of person who probably senses too much reverence, too much, like, and I will, I will put the fire out um, mm -hmm. before I allow it to take its natural course. Um, mm -hmm. I know a lot of life coaches that almost emulate your energy but they come at people. <laughs> they don't mean to. They, 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 but they don't make space for the other side. They have this control factor with this power. Mm. If you accidentally say like, how can you be that way? Right. It's like laser beam eyes, like, like sear through your soul when you mm. question where they're at with things. My question is usually just like sincere, but I think some people get upset at them for the way they, they show up. Mm. So my, how how do you do you do you also have a fear for like a or when I say a fear like a respect for this type of a power? Mm. How do you bring it without without steamrolling people with it? How do you do that? Because you do. Mm, this is a, such a good question. You know, when I first found this power within myself, right? Like I have the power of my reality. I can I can shift it, and I can also surrender to the fact that there's you know, life has this plan that's that's greater than we can ever possibly imagine. There's this this duality. But when I first found it, it kind of felt like a slap in the face. And it was like, ooh, I can been choosing this the entire time. And for me, that felt really hurtful 
uh, and then I I started to notice I, I would judge others when I, when it first happened, right? Because I was like, well, you can be choosing your reality. <laughs> you have this power within you. <laughs> I understand yeah. that that's a natural occurrence when, you, but that's just because I was judging myself for all those years that yeah. I didn't use that power. And then I kind of went through these more trials and tribulations in this energy of I have the power. Yes, I have the power, but life also wants to strengthen you in other ways. So there was humbling experiences at the same time of this duality of we have the power, but we also need to surrender and let go at the same time. And again, coming back to the intention of embodying love, I realized I trust people's journeys. I trust their timing. I trust their decision-making. Why? And, 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 and I have compassion for for everyone's decisions, because I understand if I lived in their shoes, if I had their beliefs, if I lived in the environments that they lived in, and I've I've gone through every experience they've ever gone through, I'll probably be making very, very similar decisions. And it comes from this compassion of, I understand where you are. It comes from the embodiment of that unconditional love, which yeah. is it's okay. You're exactly where you're supposed to be, but now you get to choose something different. And I'm going to invite you. And I'm not going to say this is the only way to live. Some people can actually do this without needing this mentality. They can just live it without, they can be it without needing to explain it. And so this, I'm just inviting people into a, a way of being, and it doesn't mean that it's the only way. It doesn't mean that it's the right way, but it, I'm saying it's created a, a, greater quality of life for me. And I, I want whoever wants to, to join me, to join me and I'll be their, their biggest support and cheerleader, but right. it's not the only way. It's not the only way of learning to create a reality. It's the, not the only way of speaking it. There's so many different ways to, to speak it. There's so many different ways and ideologies and, and ways of, of expressing this, this being because you can't truly put words to being right but it's it's not the only way but it, man it's been a way that has changed my life and my clients lives forever so it's yeah. an invitation and their choice is what matters because if they don't choose it it doesn't matter if they they think it or choice is where it's all is you that's why i asked you if, if we could do the intention, right. because I trust Absolutely. you as a human being to make the right decision. It sounds like you also know when to turn this on and when to turn this off mm. as a, as a power to respect those around you. Um, and mm. maybe, maybe I'm guiding you a little too much on that. You know, I'll, I'll meet you off stage at some point in life too, <laughs> right? outside of the context. But um, what I, what I see is somebody who's extremely intentional with when it's stage time, like it's go time to find that person, right. To be mm -hmm. available for that person who absolutely needs it, um, mm -hmm. at the highest level. Um, and it's, it's neat because I, I did feel, I've, I felt you have such a dynamic about you in the different conversations that we've had. Um, it's just mm -hmm. like, oh man, you, you own your essence, um, in the moment. <laughs> so, Cassidy, what's your vision for yourself? What do you see for yourself on the horizon? <sighs> so many things. Uh, for me, my vision is to create, to help create a world that embodies unconditional love. And that comes in different forms and facets. It can be through books. It can be through speaking, which, you know, I, I speak around the world 
I have one-on-one -on -one coaching and group coaching and all of different ways and facets. And there's more projects that are actually coming in different avenues that will be coming soon. But for me, it's to create a world where unconditional love gets to be the container. I love it. Mm. All right, let's dive into um, a darker subject. So Ooh, what's, the, what's the worst leadership experience that you've the ever had or experienced? Experience. Hmm. Leading myself or leading others? It can be either one. Hmm. This is a really good question. The worst leadership experience. You know, it's kind of funny. It, it's when I going, it's bringing me back to, to my childhood. <laughs> I used to be, you know, when we were in these group projects, <laughs> I would try to force people to do things. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's making me realize in this moment why I've chosen the leadership I have in the, in the way that I do it now. Because again, it comes back to respecting people as human beings and respecting their choices and trusting that they'll do the right things for them and letting go in the surrender. Leadership is leading people to, to their best self, not to whatever you're wanting or you're needing in your life. Leadership is leading them to their best life. So the worst leadership experience for me was when I was trying to get them to do something for me. When in reality, it's always leadership is getting them to do something for them. And maybe even to a vision that's for the collective, that's for the world. And there's this energy of, I, 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 let's do this together. Leadership is let's do this together. And I have an idea and I have a, I have a way and some, 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 some way that I can help bring that to life, but let's do this together. So the worst one, worst leadership experiences I've ever had is when I was like, do this <laughs> because I told you to. Yeah. Oh, and you hit two different angles of that, but one that's, that I'm going to be meditating today. Um, and probably for several days after um, uh, the getting past the telling people what to do for me took place years ago, um, mm -hmm. you know, a few years ago, because I used to be that guy. Um, and, and it burns a lot of relationships to be. That guy. Um, and then two, you're talking about making the move from do this for me, you know, right. But do this for you. Um, I actually operated out of a third angle and I got to go mm -hmm. meditate about this because of it, which is usually, um, I want them to do this for those that they serve. Right. Mm -hmm. And for those that they're striving to serve. And I know that when I was in Uruguay, I took that to an extreme that wasn't healthy or helpful. Yeah. Um, I was the, I was a missionary and my common thought wasn't very, it didn't take very long to establish, but if somebody did not want to be there, or they wanted to goof off, right? Even in the smallest of ways. Yeah. My response was go home, go waste somebody else's time. Yeah. We got people to help here and you're a distraction, right? It was, oh, it's awful. I, mm -hmm. I eventually came to the realization, man, I don't, I love these people of your voice so much 
and I do not love the people that I'm working with to serve them mm. unless, they're, unless they're complying, right? Unless they're, they're getting after it at the level that I am or close. Um, yeah. And that, that wasn't, that wasn't healthy. So I want to revisit that with what you've said about doing what is, what is uh, guiding people to do what is right for them making space for that in the process of understanding the grander mission. And I think there's probably other entrepreneurs who, who feel that too. Um, probably other people as well, but yeah. thank you. You gave me a lot to think about with that. Oh, I'm glad Absolutely. because I think that's really important. Yeah, I do too. Um, so what's your best leadership experience? Uh, I love this question, but it's hard because I feel like there's so many. Um, yeah. Now that I've been on, on this path, so I, I think the, the best times have come from some of my, my one-on-one clientele and into those one-on-one spaces. And the best leadership experience is, for me, tapping them into their own power. And when the moment that they realize, oh, I didn't come to you <laughs> because I need to get something from you, but rather for you to hold space for me to find me again, for me to find that power within me, for me to remember, okay, I can wake up every day and choose my vision. I can wake up every day and create my dream life and you get to be the support. And when they have that, that shift and that, that realization of, oh, Cassidy, you're living your dream life. Like you're living around the world. You have your own business. You're an author. You're a speaker. You're doing all these things. Magic just unfolds for you. And I'm just, I'm, I'm just the mirror for you to see what's possible for you. I'm just living as an example of what it means to live by these principles. And so once they have that switch and like they feel that within themselves, that is the greatest leadership experience I've ever had. And I continue to, to soak into it and feel into it. Because once you find that, that power within you, and yes, you have support to keep reminding you, I have so much support around me. There's a, there's a reason why I'm here right now is because I am fully supported and I allow myself to be fully supported. Right. So the best leadership experience for me is tapping them back into their inner wisdom, to their inner power so that they know that their dream life, that magic unfolding is just inevitable for them. And it continues to be their new baseline. That's huge. Mm. I, I'm you're just leaving me speechless and I'm not supposed to be speechless on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Rotten. Rotten. Dang it. I don't even have anything to add to that. <laughs> just, <laughs> yes. True. Amen. Namaste. Again. <laughs> So good. I hope you guys rewind this and listen to that again like 10 times or cut that and use it as your morning mantra. Wow. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's triple down. Okay. All right. What well, powerful lesson, but let's look at it from this angle. If this were the last lesson that you could share, whether visionaries, what can they learn from your experience? <sighs> Nothing can stop you when you are guided by love with pure intentions, with pure 
unconditional love, nothing, nothing can stop you. You become unshakable. You become peace itself, even if you go through all the human emotions and experiences, the beautiful sadness, the beautiful grief, the, the beautiful joy and gratitude and love and, and connection. When you are guided by the pureness of love, sharing love, connection, generosity, gratitude, service. Your life will become the most fulfilling, the most purposeful, and all the blessings that you're looking for, all the success that you're looking for comes anyways, and it feels like you don't even need it. It just becomes a cherry on top. So lead with love, and all that you're looking for will come in heaps and bounds and mountains, but you won't even care because you're so fulfilled within. That would be my. Mm. That's fun. That's uh, when I was <clears throat> when I was on my mission in Uruguay. Uh, mm. One, the very first subject that I decided if I'm going to go to a country where I cannot really speak or communicate, what the heck should I learn to communicate about? Mm. And I chose love. Um, right. That was the one thing I, cho I chose to learn as much as possible about learning how to communicate about, uh, going through my mission. Um, we met so many parents in difficult circumstances, um, with that, that led them, um, or, uh, they, they, they weren't doing, they weren't the nicest to their children. Um, I'll just say that it was very difficult home life. It reminded me of, uh, my dad's home. Um, the one I grew up in that, that was dark and difficult and all sorts of abuse. And I went on that mission knowing that in my case, because I had access to a great home of spirituality mm -hmm. and a difficult home, I knew there were people who did not get to escape that. And I would have never been able to live with myself if I didn't go out there and help the homes that were like the, the dark side that I, that I also grew up in. Yeah. Okay. So I'd use that example. Um, and I talked to these, these, uh, step parents and, and people in these situation, and I would tell them about the struggle between myself and my stepmother, um, mm -hmm. and how difficult, how dark our relationship was, mm -hmm. but I would tell them, I know that love will be that power mm -hmm. to help us overcome this. And I wasn't living proof at the time. Um, you know, but I, I knew that it would work. I get home from that mission. A couple years pass. My my dad and her split up finally. That needed to happen a long time ago, uh, for for everybody <laughs> else's sake, um, for for our opinions, right? And uh, her dad passed away, and mm. so me and my new my new wife at the time we go to the funeral, and she's shocked, you know, to see me walk in that door. I don't think she was very happy even at the moment, you know, to to see me walk in that door, and and she didn't ask. She asked pretty softly, like. Why are, you, why are you here? Um, you know, but not, not in a negative way. Mm. And I just say, you've always been family and you always will be. He was never the reason why I was here. Um, you know, it's, it's you guys, y'all are my family. Mm. And she teared up and we hugged and embraced in a very sincere way, mm. probably for the first time, um, in our life. She'd been in my life since I was five. Um, that, 
was the moment of love conquers all for me. That was mm -hmm. the biggest moment. Um, so grateful for it. She passed away a few months ago. Um, mm -hmm. And that getting the opportunity to feel that happen at such a deep level, mm. it would be my choice of powerful lesson as well. And my imperfections, to just add to it a little bit, my imperfections often lead me to not access the full power of love. And I have to be careful not to blame love for not working, right? It's me not tapping into it fully mm. and how to learn how to more fully tap into it. What else yeah. can I do? to make sure that I'm, I'm more fully tapping into that's the only thing I would add. Mm. What are your thoughts on that? Feel free to take that where you Love want. is, well, this is something that I, I talk about a lot with my clients is that action, behavior, situations, experiences, they don't change from blame and shame. And we try, we try to change our behavior through blame and shame. We try to change other people. Say you're in a relationship. This is a happens so often. I see it so much. And I did this myself through, oh, you can't leave me because you're going to hurt me by leaving. And, and you're not allowed to because shame and blame. You did this and you did that. And you cheated on me and you hurt me. And you did this and you said this and you shouldn't have done that. Yes, things can be hurtful and you need to express that. But no behavior will change through shame and blame. It will only change through love. Hey, you know what? I'm feeling very vulnerable right now because this hurts. And I love you and I, I, I do need to hold a boundary. So if this is an action, these are actions you want to take. This is not something I can do. Like just, just little examples of how that will actually change someone's behavior versus you're a terrible person. I'm going to leave you if you don't do this. Shame and blame do not change anything. They keep things stuck. Love is flow. It makes things move. If you shame and blame yourself, I should have woken up and, you know, I'm an entrepreneur, so I should have done stuff today. I really, I should have, I should have reached out to this person and I don't know why I can't just reach out to this person. I know what I need to do, but I don't know why I'm doing it. That, that I hear all the time, entrepreneurs and just and anybody who's a visionary or trying to create something extraordinary. I, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know why I'm not doing it. It will not change through shaming yourself and blaming yourself. When you give yourself the space to, to feel into why those things are happening, and you feel into the space of, okay, let me feel this resistance. And I'm okay if I never do that, that step. I'm still going to love me and my energy. Once you come from that space, all of a sudden you have the energy and inspiration to take the step. And I've seen this over and over and over and over again with myself and with my clients. Part of what you're talking about reminds me of the reality too that i wasn't the only one expressing love in that relationship with my stepmom there's also my stepmom side of mm -hmm. you know her showing up she's showing up too to the best of her ability um and while it may have been hard to recognize in the moments it wasn't hard to recognize in her passing um you know as i reflected back on our experiences and i realized that she was my greatest 
um, teammate, partner, in mm-hmm. trying to be there for my dad on his best side. When everybody else gave up, her and I worked towards helping him find his light. Um, you know, and, and she, mm-hmm. there were many times she took me home, you know, or picked me up. And then it was an hour drive each direction. Um, and she's busy. She was, she was a busy mom who also worked full time. And so the amount of things, the amount of evidences that exist in that, um, you know, to realize that, no, like we can, we can try to paint people as evil or we can assume mm-hmm. that they are the problem and the reality. But I love that you make space for that. Like it's the, the conditions of the world, the variables that exist out there. We don't always get them all. Um, we can't always see them. And when we choose to make space for that power of love, um, it, it's amazing um, what, what things we can overcome. Mm-hmm. let's thank use the you. last few minutes oh go ahead oh, i was just gonna say thank you for sharing her memory yeah um, well thanks for unlocking it um couldn't have done it without you um today so unlocking your magic um life transformation um, on those two topics uh we've got mm-hmm. mm, we got about four minutes left mm-hmm. uh, so what what would you like to share about unlocking the magic within that we haven't discussed or tapped into yet Well, there's a lot we haven't discussed yet, but (laughs) I would say the number one thing, and this is something I I could go much deeper to, but I'll I'll do my best to keep it short, is to listen to that little voice inside. And when you say, okay, I'm going to listen to it, and you speak that out loud, you actually then take the step. And I know it's scary. And I know the unknown it's the unknown. <laughs> it makes you you shake and you shiver and you second guess and want to run away and all of the things. But if nothing in life really mattered, not the 401k and the, you know, whatever, whatever responsibilities you have right now. And if, if nothing mattered and you just got to play in this lifetime, like it got to just be your playground. Life got to be your playground. How would we want to play? How would you want to experience life? How would you laugh and giggle and joy? Like, what would you bring that you that laughter? What would bring you that joy? If life was your playground, if nothing mattered, would you take the leap? Would you just jump? If every failure was just a step in the right direction, if every trial and tribulation just brought you more and more blessings and life was the playground of everything, how would you act? How would you play? How would, how great would you love Hmm. if you said, okay, someone can leave? And I'm just going to really love them while I have them here. What if you just knew that everything was temporary, including every emotion, every sadness, every season? How would you play? How would you live if everything was temporary? How would you cherish the people in your life? How would you cherish the breath in your lungs? How would you cherish being able to to walk on your feet 
and you know maybe stretch a little and move your body not everyone in their older age can do that anymore mm. how would you cherish how how would you see the things in your life right now the clothes on your on your back the food in your kitchen if you knew everything was temporary and you did not own it it was not it was not your property but rather your blessing how would you act from there how would you play how would you love just give yourself a moment to feel that nothing is promised to you but you have everything here how would you feel the gratitude for what you already have now and walk in that energy of okay my intuition is telling me to do something really scary and i don't want to do it and i'm really scared and it's going to push me and push me to grow push me to do things that i don't want to do but if everything is temporary why not try everything that you already have will be gone anyway i found my butt okay okay thank you for that um my big fan, one of my favorite movies is Life is Beautiful. Mm. Life is Beautiful is a story uh, that's only told in Italian. Um, so you do put the English subtitles um, if you don't speak Italian, right? And this father is in a concentration camp, um, mm. you know, with his son. And he makes the concentration camp experience for his son a game. Um, and he has this light about him and almost everything that he does as a dad, um, and all these trials that he goes through. And so my surface level question was at first, you know, well, you know, how does this apply to those in a concentration camp? And then I remember that movie and I was like, mm -hmm. okay, that's applicable. My greater butt question for you in relation to me is I'm not in a concentration camp. And I know that so many are, or they're in similar type of circumstances. Yeah. How do I give myself permission to play and to see life as a playground? when I feel so privileged, yet there's so many who suffer such great things? This is a beautiful question and one that I have really taken in consideration myself because there is a wave of guilt that comes when we first start to really enjoy our life. Like when you first start to realize I'm living my dream life, there is this wave of guilt that comes. But how is this fair? And it comes back to the trust of people. It comes back to trusting that they'll love every single second of their breath, that they can love from where they have it now. Not to say that their situation shouldn't change or that what they're in is not great, right? But us suffering doesn't help them. Again, nothing changes through shame and blame and guilt. It only happens through love. So if you're overflowing with love, how much more could the world change? So there's two pieces. One, trusting that they can find love and joy and gratitude where they are right here and right now. 
And also the other side of the coin is we can help change the situation from love, not through shame, blame, and guilt, because nothing changes from that space. When you feel overwhelmed with, with guilt, do you move? No. no. <laughs> you stay in bed and you curl up and you're like, the tears flow. I can't believe this is happening. It's so unfair. I don't know what to do about the world. Uh, but when you have love, you're like, here, I created this amount of wealth. Here's some wealth that you can use. Or I have a voice and I, I'm going to love and I'm going to fight for you. I enjoy my life so much. I want you to enjoy it with me. Suff suffering mm. is not going to change the situation. Many, many people do that. And it's it's because we're all connected. We, we we have guilt because, you know, we want them to feel better. So one is trust in them. But guilt is advice. Not, it's not compassion. Right. Yeah. And, and so learning to recognize that virtue and that vice is, and mm -hmm. tap into it in those moments is key. Um, another, another movie about concentration camps, the boy in the pajamas and the striped pajamas, yeah. I think it's called, mm -hmm. um, you know, and there's the little, little boy of the Nazi um, party who becomes friends with the little boy that's in the yeah. concentration camp. Um, and so I don't, I don't remember too much about the movie, but the concept alone um, helps me kind of think in, um, in terms of like examples where I can apply that to the yeah. way I show up. So thank you. That was, I, I don't know um, if I'll ever be able to quantify what you just unlocked for me um, by, mm -hmm. by talking today. Those of you who are listening in, Vision Pros, we'd love to see you apply. If you got a vision to share, um, uh, let's do me a favor. Don't let Cassidy intimidate you here. Um, this is a well-delivered vision. Um, big time. And uh, it doesn't, at the same time, the light that you bring into the world matters tremendously. Um, it is not a competition. It's a process of abundance. So feel free to apply. If you'd like to connect with, with Cassidy or get her book um, and uh, the vibrancy codes um, and check that out. Those will be in the show notes. Uh, you can reach out to her on Facebook. That, that worked for me, um, you know, or, or I'm sure LinkedIn. Um, and also, you know, feel free to, to flow into her programs as well. Um, you can comment as well. If that's easier for you, you want to comment a question, um, you know, share something with us, then we're happy to, I'll be happy to forward that to Cassidy as well. Make sure she gets it. Uh, so thank you guys so much for tuning in today and enjoying this episode with us. Cassidy, this was absolutely my honor. It was mine as well. And to every person watching this, you, it's an honor to be in your energy and thank you for your time and your space because that is extremely valuable. Absolutely. We'll see you all very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for being here today. I'm really happy that you tuned in to Vision Pros Live. I'm looking forward to seeing your reactions as these episodes continue to move forward. This is going to get more and more fun. We'll have more and more engagement as well. We'll invite people to participate in the show. And thank you for giving us your time and attention. Have an excellent